Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Wow, 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 wow. Made it to the 200th episode. Wow, 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 wow. Usually I do something fun for milestones, but I didn't have time. But also, I think this episode is a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoy. podcast where me nicole byer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though you could drop a curling iron in my bathtub and i would go i love you (laughs) 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 my guest today (laughs) is a drag performer makeup artist and runner-up of season 12 of rubal's drag race it is crystal method Second place, baby. I love it. I mean, hello, how are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? This is like a long time in the making. I had to cancel, but I had to cancel. We're both international divas, you know? Truly. Where are you? We're both in hotel rooms. Where are you? Currently, I'm in Pomona, California. Oh, I've never been to Pomona. It's near LA, I think. But I don't really know where I am. I, I I look out the window right here and I can see a mountain. Okay. Which is crazy. Okay. I look out my window and I just see cars. <laughs> There's nothing pretty here. Where are you at? I am in Portsmouth or Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I don't know. I flew into Boston, rented a red Ford Mustang, and zoom, zoom, zoomed for an hour. And now here I am. <laughs> I love that. For any reason or just your... Uh, I'm doing a show at a college. Um, I cannot 
rem- I, maybe it's the University of Portsmouth. I don't know. But there's like a <laughs> wedding happening in this hotel and it's like rubbing it in my face that I'm fucking single. Ugh. What happens if you become not single? Do you have to stop the podcast? Absolutely not. Um, then it's just like, okay, I guess we all know why people won't date Nicole. It's because she's dating somebody. Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> No, I absolutely would not end it. I would just like figure out a new spin, you know? I love that. Um, It's very nice to talk to you face to face because I loved your night of Michelle. What is it? The night of a thousand Michelle Visage's outfit, that red patent leather number. I literally called a man. Well, not called. I went on Etsy, found a man in Russia, had him recreate it. (laughs) Stop (laughs) it. For just in case. (laughs) Because of when you saw me wear it? Yes. We have to we have to wear them together. I mean, I would love to. Next time you're in LA, let me know. I will bust it out. The pants, they don't fit well, but I'll put them on for you. Oh my gosh, I love it. I'll bring it for sure. Mine doesn't really fit that well either. I think the pants are from Amazon. <laughs> don't tell me. That Roo. means you paid less than me. No, I would never. I would, oh, God forbid, you know, Rue finds out it's from Amazon. Um, although I did really love her H&M rant. It made me laugh really hard. I I loved it so much. <laughs> it was like pretty campy. How scary. <laughs> oh, you're like scary. And I was like, camp, pure camp. <laughs> okay, so Crystal, I was talking to Lawrence Cheney in an episode and I mentioned that I went to Tacoma to do shows. I was doing a weekend. I was swiping on Tinder while I was in LA to like set something up while I was there. And I thought I had set something up. And then this man ghosted me. So I, Harriet the Spide. No, I just like messaged him again. And I (laughs) (laughs) just want to read to you what I wrote to him. I was just like, hi, um, I do a podcast about relationships. And I was talking about this encounter. Why didn't we fuck? So then I was like, I guess I'll ask why didn't we fuck? And then he was like, why talk about this? It seems like a long time ago. I don't know. I suppose it felt corny to come meet you at your hotel room. Also, I knew who you were after a bit and it felt weird because my five-year-old likes your cake show. So that's about it. Do I have to go listen to the show now? LOL. And I was like, wow, this Netflix show that has brought me and so many people joy and happiness and employment is cock blocking me. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. I don't think... RuPaul's Drag Race has cock-blocked me yet. Do you think it has, like, helped the hookup game, the dating game? No, I'm in a relationship, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see, I see. Well, aren't you lucky? I am. Sorry to be a bragger. It's not a bragger when you're (laughs) just saying facts about yourself. You're right. So how did you two meet? Um, Through Grindr, of course. Oh, you know, I love a good grinder love story. So tell me about it. What happened? Oh, what happened? Um, we were like two blocks away from each other. So we met up at a bar and got really violently drunk and made out in public. And it was really embarrassing, actually, looking back. Um, but yeah, happily ever after. I mean, I don't think that's embarrassing. I think that's like... Honestly, best case scenario, you meet someone on the internet, you meet them in real life, you get rip-roaring drunk, and you're like, wow, this person's the same kind of weird as me? This is lovely. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. May I ask how long ago this was? This was, like, right before 
I think it was like right when I started drag. So like six years ago. Oh my God. This is a long term relationship. Yeah. Oh my God. A baby drag crystal method trolloping through the streets, finding love. What a dream. <laughs> Has your relationship changed any now that you are an international galactic superstar? Um, you know, the distance has been frustrating because you're just like, what do we do? And FaceTiming <laughs> gets so old. But so far, so good. I, and I haven't been touring really that much until I think the world kind of opened back up in June. Mm-hmm. So it's been like a busy few months, but it's still like a new thing. Fair. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You're the first season to do a quarantine season, essentially, right? Yes, we are the original quarantine season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that must have been wild. But I got to say, because, yeah, oh, I was a, yes, I was a judge. Yes. Wait, no. No, I was a judge. N- I think you were on third. Yes, on 13, not yeah. 12. But um, I got to say, like, they're, co- oh, wait. So, wait, you weren't quarantined. It was the end of the season. Like, the season, um, the grand finale was at home, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, it was, like, world open. I threw up in my own mouth. Yes. I'm like a bird. I fly away. It was very funny. <laughs> So, like, how did you feel going through the drag race machine and then all of a sudden it, like, comes to a screeching halt because of, like, fucking the pandemic and COVID? For me, it was, like, more crazy that the whole world was going through a pandemic. So I was, like, not too, like, distraught about not traveling and stuff. (laughs) Um, I was able to do drag full time, which is more than I was doing before. Lots of cameo videos. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much how I sustained myself. Um, so not ideal. Now that I'm kind of like going around and going to all these places and seeing all these queer people, I've realized that I need to move out of Missouri. Fair. Where in Missouri are you from? Um, I'm from Springfield, Missouri, which is like southwest. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the hotspot of the nation for COVID for a while. Ooh, lucky you guys. (laughs) And were you born and raised there? Um, I was born in San Jose, California, but we moved there when I was like five. So it's all I know. I see. I see. Um, So like, how did you get into drag? Tell me about it. What was the journey? My journey. Okay. I think I was like 21 turning 22 and I was studying abroad in Oxford for a semester And there was just like, I was, you know, kind of exploring being more gay because I was not fully out to all my (laughs) friends and stuff. Um, And so I was that's when I really watched all of the seasons of Drag Race, I think like six and down. And so I don't know, whenever I came home, I was like, I'm going to find gay friends and I'm just going to do this. And I didn't start doing drag till I was like. 24. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of just at first I was just getting involved in the scene, making friends. So then whenever I started doing drag, I kind of had like an audience already. I love it. That's a very like smart roundabout way to do it. It's like make the friends first and then you have a built in audience to come fucking see you. <laughs> yeah, I did it the wrong way. I started doing comedy, then made comedy friends. And then everyone was like, no, I'm not fucking going to your show. I have my own fucking show to go to. <laughs> okay. So I have like some things I found on Instagram that I want to talk about with you. Okay. So 
Hold on. Let me fin- let me. Okay. Uh, ugh, ugh, technology. How do I get to my oh, safe? No, you're going to pull out all the receipts. Imagine I was like, Crystal, <laughs> you did X, Y, and Z. I can't believe you did this. Um, no, I just found some things. And I know you've been in a relationship for six years, but maybe, maybe we can like uh, have a dialogue about it. So I found this post that was like five reasons why dating as a millennial is so screwed up. Cause you're, you're a millennial, right? I am. I, I am too. Okay. We're in a competition of who can care less. Showing actual emotions is frowned upon. If we show our cards and act like we're interested, it leaves the person we're affectionate about turned off and running in the opposite direction instead of being flattered that we actually care about them so nobody risks being vulnerable and open. But I don't think that's just a millennial thing. I think that's like, everyone's like, let men chase you. And I'm like, if I let them chase me, that's me being like, I'm not interested, right? I don't like that. Me either. I don't agree. I don't agree with any of that. Me either. I love showing my cards and being like, hello, I love you. I know. I can't really hide it. So. In your relationship, was there like chasing or was it a mutual like we like each other? It was like very slow and gradual. Like I think the last relationship I was in before that, I was like kind of the clingy one. So I mm-hmm. didn't want to be the clingy one. So I would like, there'd be like a week between us hanging out and I'd be like, well, I'm busy. I have to hang out with my friends. I have to live my own life. <laughs> Until eventually I was like, okay, I guess we'll just live together now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone I know who's in like loving relationships are like, yeah, we were dating and I was trying to be chill and have my own life. And then all of a sudden we're living together and we might have a baby. And I'm like, boy, you seem so nonchalant about it. Yeah, it's um I don't know. I try not is 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 it a big deal? I don't know. It just seems norm normal. I mean, for normal people, no. Relationships and dating are not a big deal. To me, it is a huge deal <laughs> because I've never been in a relationship. So like when I have friends who like break up with their significant other and I'm like so you're just never going to talk to this person again that you shared your whole life with? I don't comprehend that. That makes no sense to me. Um, so the second, so it's like a slide of little posts. So the second one is we expect perfection that doesn't exist. Social media has led us to believe that we're entitled to a fairy tale life that doesn't truly exist. We write people off for minor details and quickly look for the next best thing uh, that will somehow also find flaws in. We fail to realize that relationships are a balanced bend and that with amazing things come imperfections as well. I, do you think that people are looking for perfection? I guess I can kind of see this one more, like mm-hmm. that people only want to see the good sides of things. But also, I feel like my relationship with social media has changed so much. Like, I don't believe anything I see on social media. <laughs> so I'm like, they're not happy. <laughs> if, I, if they're on the beach, I'm just like, oh, they're so depressed. I'm with you on that. I don't believe anything anymore. I'm like, you are just presenting to me happy times. And there's times where you are sad. And, and and I believe that. I believe you're posting at a sad time and you're not really happy. You know, maybe <laughs> some people are happy. But yeah, I don't believe anything. I'm like, you're not really wearing red. You're wearing a, a chartreuse. Yeah, they're, this whole Photoshop is, it's Photoshopped and it's not real. <laughs> okay, the third one is, we're too strategic about our responses. Responding right away comes across as desperate and too available. This also gives us more time to change our behavior to suit what theirs when communicating. And once we meet in real life, we struggle to match who we are on text. And then, uh, then when results get 
severely anxious. Oh, and then, then results in getting severely anxious once meeting them. I agree. I don't understand why I can't just answer a text when I get the text. I feel like you should be able to just answer a text. But I myself, if I get a text, sometimes I need some time. And it's not even like a hard text or a conversation. It's like, I just need to say yes. (laughs) But I just need it. Like, sometimes it's like, uh, this is too much pressure. (laughs) I mean, sometimes I feel like it's some it's like pressure and it's like, okay. I'll get to it later. But if I'm like texting someone to be like, let's hang out, let's go on a date this night. And then they take forever to get back to me. Then I have tons of time to be like, they don't like me anymore. Uh, They hate me. Uh, They want to shoot me in the street the next time they see me. They want to toss me off a cliff and (laughs) kick me in the face. No, I think that that is true. I feel like there there shouldn't be like a wait three days to call or like, I don't know of any other rules I've heard, but yeah. There's like wait three days to call. There's like, when he texts you, you make him wait so he, like, wants you more or something? I don't know. I don't think so, because he's just going to text someone else. Right? That's what I think. And then I read an article that was like, most men are dating six women at the same time. And I was like, wow. All right. So I, like, literally don't stand a chance. I might as well just answer him as soon as I get the message so he doesn't text one of the five other bitches he's fucking. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should feel free to date multiple men. Here's the thing. I don't have the bandwidth. (laughs) The other day, I like I tweeted this because I can't stop thinking about it. I was late for work. And as I was driving, I was like, why is there so much traffic? And then this car couldn't make a left hand turn. And I was like, what is what is this? What's on the sidewalk? And I was like, Oh, my God, it's all these children. What is this children's parade? Why do they each have one adult? This is so weird. And I got to work and I like repeated it to three people. I was like, I'm late because of the children's parade down the street. And then finally, there was like a silence, like the third time I said it to somebody. And they were like, Nicole, it was school. Kids were just getting dropped off at school. It was not a children's parade. And I was like, oh, my God, my brain. So I can't date two people at one time. <laughs> my brain just doesn't function in a way where that would be reasonable. You don't even know what school is. <laughs> That's how far removed I am from, like, normal life. I'm like, what is this children's parade? Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know what school is. I don't know what anything is. It's like Mariah Carey not knowing she has to pay for electricity. Wait, what? I'm pretty, isn't there an interview where Mariah Carey, she's talking about electricity and they're like, you have to pay for that. She's like, no. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. That's very funny that she doesn't know she has to pay for electricity. I mean, what's her name? Kylie Jenner just bought her child a school bus. Because she wanted to ride a school bus. And I was like, just put her in public school and she can ride the bus every fucking day. Mm. One time when I was little, I was on the bus and the bus driver just forgot about me because I was so little and he couldn't see my head above the thing. And so he missed my stop, but I was too nervous to say anything. (laughs) And he went all the way to where they like returned the buses and he was like cleaning it. And then I was just like curled in the corner like, what do I do? (laughs) And then I never rode the bus again. <laughs> oh no. Wait, what did the bus driver do when when they found you? He just had to ha- call my mom and she had to come get me. <laughs> I love that he was like, "Nah, the bus is at the depot. I'm not taking yeah. it back out. You got to come get your fucking kid." I'm clocking out. <laughs> That's very funny. I today was on the um the bus to the rental car place 
And he stopped for a long time and got out of his seat and started walking towards me. And I was like, me, please take me to the rental car center. He's like, I will. I'm looking for something. And I was like, oh, okay. I just I didn't know what he was going to do to me. And I don't know why I thought he was going to do something to me. But yeah, my brain, it's broken. No, 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 no. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, here's the fourth one. Ghosting and unclear intentions are too normalized. When we lose interest, we simply stop responding. We don't need to tell them. We're constantly left wondering where relationships are heading, if anywhere, and plague ourselves with wondering if we're wasting our time. No one is clear about their intentions. Some lie about their intentions just to have their egos stroked for a while. I hate ghosting. Mm, Yeah, I'm not into that. I've gotten to the point where I... Like, I went on a date with a man who is perfectly nice. I just, like, wasn't feeling the vibe. So I was just like, hey, I'm not feeling the vibe, but I, like, wish you the best of luck and I had fun. And he sent me a very curt response, but, like, I was like, it's over. It's done. It's, like, it's fine. I think it's better to let people know. Like, it's going to hurt my feelings for half a second, but hurt them. Hurt me. Yeah. I would (laughs) rather just know. Um, Ghosting seems so strange. Like, and then what do you do? You just keep ignoring the texts. I would get too guilty. Right? Me too. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm ghosting you. I did tell one man, I was like, I'm not going to respond to you anymore. And he said, I respect that. And I said, great. And then he stopped texting. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not texting you anymore. <laughs> he was poorly behaved. So, um, okay, here's number five. This is the last one. We are so involved in seeing perfect couples on social media that we believe that we must be like them to be happy. Stop thinking that social media is proof of love. Having password access to his phone or uploading pictures is not proof of love. I mean, you said it earlier. You do not believe anything on social media. I don't believe happy couples. No, I don't trust a couple that has a shared Facebook account. That is like psychopath. Yeah, I think that's absolutely psychotic. Like, truly the wildest thing one can do is share a social media account with their significant other. (laughs) The other wildest thing is running one for your dog. That's crazy. My old roommate does it. (laughs) Um, That doesn't weird me out as much. But there are, like, I do see, like, if there's, like, a couple account, like, sometimes they have their own, but then they have some for, like, that's both of them. Mm -hmm. And that's just cringy to me. I agree. I think it's fully psychotic it's it's you're unwell you're sick in the head what are you doing okay crystal i have a question have you have you had any fans like throw themselves at you after a show not knowing that you're in a relationship being like take me um uh, i've had things where um people are like oh one of my favorite was he was like hey are you into latin men (laughs) and then he like handed me a drink And then I was like, I am, but I have to leave. And I just took the drink. (laughs) No, I feel like for the most part, I maybe it's because I like appear so wholesome on TV. Um, But I don't get as many nudes, I think, and and like advances as some of the other girls. Um, Mm. You know, send me the dick pics. I want to see him still. Oh, my God, Crystal, I've been saying the same thing for years. Send me the dick pics. And I have a lot of lovely people who slide in my DMs and go, I'm sorry, I'm not going to send you a dick pic. 
but I like you. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not what I asked for. You misunderstood the assignment. No, 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 no. Don't tell me you're a fan. That just makes it weird, I think. Yes, I fully agree. Just show me that dick. Uh, Just show it to me. (laughs) No, I mean, I don't need a dick pic. Actually, like, I don't want a dick pic from someone I'm dating. But, like, I'll take a random one. I'm I'm curious. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's fun. It's like the surprise of a random penis. Right? To be like, ooh, what? Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) They all look so different. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think they're all slightly the same. But also very different. Yeah, very much same species. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, Crystal, since you're in a loving, committed relationship, do you have any advice for me, a single person, on the prowl for for a fucking dick to put in her mouth and maybe her butt, maybe her pussy? Oh my gosh, put it in all the places. I don't even know. I feel like, from my experience, like you can't like look necessarily for a relationship Mm -hmm. it kind of just has to like fall into place um because like i don't know when you're looking then you're just like not focusing on your actual interests this is advice that i keep getting i'm but see i'm also thankful that i was able to have a relationship before like becoming well known because that's a whole Mm -hmm. nother like thing that so many people don't have to deal with that makes it so much harder Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, it is kind of strange when people are like, oh, also, I do know who you are. But uh, it's been happening for a while, so now I'm kind of used to it. But I did go on a date recently where he was like, I have no idea. He he didn't say, I have no idea who you are. He was like, what do you do for work? And I was like, oh, I'm an actress. And he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I host this. And he was like, huh, never seen it. And I was like, oh, okay. So... That was nice. I love interactions like that. Me too, because I feel like I'm I'm on the internet and I'll be like, you have 4 million followers? Who are you? I don't know you. So there's like <laughs> people in the world that we just don't know who these people are. And I found one who didn't know who I was. And it was lovely. Yeah, I kind of like it when people are like, they don't know who I am. They don't care. They're even a little rude. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Bring me back to reality. Yes, that's always very nice when someone's like, I don't give a shit about you. And you're like, cool. Thank you. (laughs) When did you have your first relationship? Were you an early bloomer or late bloomer? Oh, wait, real quick. Before we get into that, we have to take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, 
Did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Okay, we're back. tell me about your bloom. <laughs> Later early. I'm a late bloomer. I think I lost my virginity at like 21. Mm-hmm. And I guess I had a girlfriend in high school, but I wouldn't count that as a relationship. <laughs> we never even kissed. That's why she broke up with me. Um, she was truly like, you've never kissed me. You, We have to end this. I know. And it was like so funny because every time we'd hold hands, like my hands would get all sweaty. But it was just because I was like, I don't want to hold her hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Um, so yes, I didn't, um, date until I think, oh, I came out to my parents when I was 22 on Labor Day because they found out my younger brother was having sex and he's 16. Mm -hmm. He was 16 at the time and I'm five years older. Mm -hmm. So they were like, oh, we never had the sex talk. We should have it today. And it was so (laughs) awkward. Terrible. Wait, so you had the sex talk at 22 years old? Yes. (laughs) And so then I went on a date that night, and I think I dated that person for, like, two years. Wow. So it was a good sex talk. It, yeah, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly so funny to be like, all right, let's talk about the birds and bees. And you're like, all right, I got this. I'm going to leave the fucking house, and I'm going to put it to work. <laughs> well, they were only giving... I came out that day. So my dad, before then, my dad was giving me and my brother advice about women. Mm. And then I was like... What do I do? I have to say something. And I like held it until like the conversation was over. And they were like, okay, well, I guess that's it. And I was like, wait, I'm super gay. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Wait, we're not done. Not birds and bees. I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> I love a good coming out story. And that one's sweet. I feel like a lot of your life is very sweet. I could be wrong, though. Oh, I would say so. I feel like I'm very blessed for the most part. Because mm-hmm. you're close with your family? Yes. I am, yes. Which is part of the reason why I haven't left home. But mm-hmm. I think I think I'm ready. <laughs> I, I'm an adult now. <laughs> 
an adult ready to spread your wings and fly away from home. Want to know what I learned about butterflies recently? Don't know how true this is. Saw it on the internet. Butterflies, <laughs> they like drink fermented fruit juice from like old fruit. And then that has like alcohol because it's fermented. So butterflies are always drunk when they're flying around. No. That's what I read. I heard that butterflies, I don't know if this is true, but that they can't go to the bathroom and then they just die because they get full of poop. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> Why? <laughs> We're having like a like a gossip session about butterflies. <laughs> I heard butterflies can't poop, so they die. I heard butterflies fly around <laughs> drunk. I mean, butterflies just sound like white women. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Just stumbling around drunk trying to shit. <laughs> oh, gosh, me. <laughs> so wait, are you like a serial monogamist? Have you just jumped from relationship to relationship? No, there was like a, a break in between. It's like, that's what I'm saying. I don't ever really try for it. It just happens. Oh. So maybe I am? I don't know. <sighs> I wish it would just happen for me. But I'm not like one of those people that like things just happen to. I'm very, I'm not like regimented or anything, but I'm very much like, here's a goal that I want to achieve. I hyper focus a little bit on it because I got the ADHD and then I get it. And then I go, okay, well, what next? Uh, okay, this. And then I just been trying to do that with relationships. And my therapist was like, you can't, you can't do a, that's not how you do it. You can't force someone to be in a relationship with you. No, but... Why not try? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay, this really stuck with me. I just watched uh, Furious, or no, is it Furious 7 or Fate of the Furious? The seventh Fast, Fast and the Furious movie. Are you familiar? I don't think I've seen them since like the second, but I do know. Well, Michelle Rodriguez's character, Letty, gets, well, this is a spoiler. If you don't want this spoiled, skip ahead 15 seconds. So Letty gets murdered. We find out she's actually not murdered, but she does have amnesia and she's talking to Dom and she finally remembers everything. And she was like, Dom, why didn't you tell me that we were married? And she was like, or no, Dom goes, you can't tell somebody that you love or they love you. And I was like, oh my God, I think Dom Toretto is like speaking to my heart. I can't just tell people that they have to love me. They have to learn to love me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the world, we need to be out of the pandemic. I need to leave my home. Thank you, Vin Diesel. Is that who is? That's who it is. In Fast and Furious? Of course. Yes. It's Vin Diesel. Uh, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, the whole gang, Ludacris, Chris Ludacris Bridges, Tyrese Gibson, Wonder Woman's in them. I didn't know that. Gal Gal Gadot. I think oh, that's what we go off. Yes, there's so many people in these movies. And honestly, they really like I cried twice during the seventh movie that I just recently watched. Because you just love cars. I do love cars. I really love cars. But also, these movies, they're about family. And I like that. And love. They're like soap operas with cars. Okay, maybe I'll have to go back and rewatch. I think you should. You just have to like watch it with an eye that you're like, okay, Vin Diesel is serving us a melodramatic performance that is also brawlic because he's like tossing people around. They're fully wild movies, and I fucking love that. <laughs> okay, what's the best date you've ever been on? 
Oh, there was one day, it was like on Valentine's Day, and someone worked at a restaurant and they were closed, but their boss let them have the whole restaurant. And so we just ate it, and he cooked, and we ate in there all by ourselves. And there was like candles on every table. That is so fucking romantic. My God. Fucking <laughs> punch me in the face. I love it. My life's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What's your what's your most romantic day? Or I guess it doesn't have to be romantic. I've I mean, two of the best dates I've ever been on. One, we did mushrooms and went and saw a cartoon called Spies in Disguise, which is about a spy turning into a pigeon. So it's a pun because he's in disguise, but also in disguise. He's up oh in the sky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I laughed so hard and had a real nice time. Um, also, I like kept going to the bathroom and I was like, oh my God, the wood is like dancing with me. And then I was like walking back to the theater and I was like, the carpet is also dancing with me. And I was like, Nicole, you have to stop dancing with inanimate objects. I had a great time. Um, and then I talked about it before on the podcast. This is years ago. But um, I bought refundable plane tickets to go to the Burbank airport to go eat at Guy Fieri's uh, fucking uh, burger restaurant. Um, and that was fun. And we dressed in flames and it was, an <laughs> I like that. I mean, we in hindsight, uh, how wild, but yeah, those are the dates I like weird. I love it. Someone, um, mushrooms, someone, um, tipped me mushroom, like a bag of mushrooms when I was in Boston and I haven't mm -hmm. done them before. So I'm trying to plan a time where me and my partner will do them. I mean, they're very fun. Um, they're caps and stems, I assume, or are they in capsules? No, they're the plant. Yeah. I would do like two caps, maybe a stem. Work. <laughs> and then like be outside, maybe? Like a nice backyard with lights is always good. I like being around trees. Okay, yeah. I don't wanna yeah, I think I, I wanna be like not watching TV or being inside for sure. Mm -hmm. I wanna just like sink into the world. Oh yeah, that's nice. I love mushrooms. Uh I've I've like tripped hard on them, but also I like a light trip where you're just like, ooh, wee, the world is sparkly and nice and good. <laughs> Sometimes doing them before a party is really nice because then you're just like, everyone is nice here. There isn't a single person I dislike because the world is magical. Oh my gosh. Okay, well. I'm so excited to try them. You're going to love them. I did. I drank mushroom tea. My friend bloop, bloop, brewed some mushroom tea. Maybe I shouldn't put her whole name out there. Mm, Mars, can we can you put bloop, bloop over that? Can do. Thank you. <laughs> so my friend brewed mushroom tea and we went and saw Lady Gaga. And <sighs> it was truly just so wonderful. It was just a treat, really. Um, and then we took... Uh, uh, Molly and it hit with just or no bad romance and it was like the perfect cacophony of like <laughs> things in my system uh, it was a real treat uh, here's what I'm saying Crystal you gotta do more drugs yeah that sounds like a dream that sounds like <laughs> the most romantic date yeah <laughs> maybe that is the most romantic date I've been on looking at my friend during Lady Gaga during bad romance and being like it hit for you too. And she was like, it sure did. And then we really just danced so hard. Ugh, it was magical. Yep. That's the most romantic date I've been on. I love that. Put your paws up. 
Real quick, we have to take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com that's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. And we're back. Wait, okay, so you've been with your partner for six years. That means, have you missed out on... um, like dating apps and shit? Yeah. I mean, we, I had Tinder. I had Grinder. I know of Scruff. I'm sure there's more. I know there's Bumble or something. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's all I know. There's one for rich people. I saw on Gossip Girl. <laughs> I saw on Gossip Girl. <laughs> I, it's so strange. Like now, now that I'm back out in the world, like traveling for the first time. It's been, like, a lot. I feel like I'm learning so much as I'm going. It is overwhelming. My flight was delayed yesterday by, like, 45 fucking minutes. So then I had, like, 10 minutes to run from one end of the airport to the opposite end of the airport. And I was like, 
I guess we're back. Travel's back, baby. And they don't give a shit about the customer. Yeah, I never think about how much, like, traveling actually takes out of you. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. It's so much work. Although when I was younger, I was like, you just get on a plane and you get drunk. You get off the plane. You do some shows. You get back on the plane. You get drunk again. You go (laughs) home. But now I'm like, oh, no, I I must rest my elderly body. Um, I can't do that. And there's too much. No, I couldn't. But I did get pretty drunk on my flight yesterday. (laughs) If, if I'm able to get alcohol, I'm like, why not? It'll make it better. Yeah, it always makes it more enjoyable. Also, I had like three vodka sodas and I turned on the TV and then I woke up at our destination and I was like, oh, wow, that's lovely. This is this is <laughs> wonderful. And then I was like, oh, no, did I snore? But like, I don't think I did. But also, I guess nobody tells you if you did. No. And if you had your mask on, no one would know it was you anyway. Mm, that's good. <laughs> Today's flight, there was a person listening to a soccer game without headphones and then a child just talking. And I was like, both of these should be illegal. What an awful thing to have to listen to. Just a soccer match I don't give a shit about. And then this child being like, when will the plane go up in the air? Well, when will the... <laughs> I'm not a fan of children. Do you like children? Don't want any ever. But I am. I do think that maybe one day I would like foster some teens just so that way when I'm old, I'll have young okay. people that will want to come hang out with me. <laughs> but no, no, no. I can't take care of a child. <laughs> I fully agree with you. But like teens are kind of scary. There's some teens in my neighborhood who party every Friday night. I'm like, wow, your social life is cool. And then sometimes they like hang out on the sidewalk. And last time I saw them, it was like, um, what time was it? It was like 1030. And I rounded the corner. And I went, oh, no, teens. And then I was like, oh, they heard me. <laughs> and then one of them passed by me in a car and gave me the finger. And I was like, I just called you teens. That's all I did. They're so scary. I've got some rowdy teens in my neighborhood, too. They, um... They just see me and they call me gay. <laughs> and oh, I go, no. I know. <laughs> oh, boy. You think that people would come up with better. You know, people are always like, the next generation will be better than the last. And I think this is a lie. I think there's going to be just a bunch of pieces of shit in every generation. There, Yeah, of course. It's so wild to just be like, you're gay. And it's like, oh, was that an insult? Or like, are you letting me know? Because I already know. I don't even, I don't even know. It's just funny, though, because some of the, there's like a group of them, like five or six. And you can tell that they all just want for the other ones to like them. And there's Mm -hmm. like a couple that don't think it's funny or don't want to say it, but they end up giving in because they just want to be like cool. Mm -hmm. It's so like sad to watch. It is sad to watch. And I wonder where that comes from. Cause I feel like kids will be like, I want to wear a cape and cowboy boots to the supermarket. And then one day they go, I want to look like everybody else. Yeah. That's what I like about drag. And that's what I like about performing. Like when I perform, I like do my makeup, how I want it to look. I don't really care if I look like anybody else. And I kind of like dressing not like everybody else. It makes me happy that I have, you know, a fucking, you know, a point of view stylistically. Yeah. I think it's so fun to not look like anyone else. That's like my favorite part of getting a drag too. How did you come up with your drag aesthetic? It was like just 
a lot of trial and error. I think my biggest like growing span was I was like working full time and I was trying to go to RuPaul's Drag Race viewing parties. I think it was like season nine, but it was like right after I got off work. So I would have like maybe 30 minutes to get in full drag and Mm -hmm. I would just I would want to go and like network and talk to people and I would just do crazy faces, you know, whatever I had time to do, trying something new each week. And then I just really learned my face and what I like. And I just want to look like a little cartoon character, little Muppet lady. (laughs) So, yeah, I have a little bit of the same thing. Right now, I would say my aesthetic is like child from 1997. Like I'm very much into like fun little prints, some high-waisted jeans, a little belt, maybe a crop top, and then butterfly clips in my hair. Yes. I like to look like a child picked my outfit. Yeah. I think that's the most fun. Yeah. I just I don't want to ever like walk into a room and have someone be wearing the same thing as me because then I'm like, oh, no. I didn't do I didn't do my job well enough. Uh, yeah, I hate that. It's so funny because I I normally was doing a lot of thrifting back in the day, but re- just recently I was like hungry for new clothes and I didn't have time to go anywhere. And I was like, oh, I'll just order some online. And the first time I wore one of my shirts out, I went and there was another person at the bar wearing the same shirt. And I was like, I can (laughs) never wear this again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, pro tip, if you're looking for new clothes and you like used clothing, but you don't have time to like hit up a thrift store, Etsy, eBay, Poshmark, Macari, um, those are all like resale places. Love it. I never thought I use Etsy all the time, but I didn't even think about getting just my normal clothes. Yeah. This shirt's from Etsy. Oh, word. Mm-hmm. Oh, also Depop. Depop? Depop. <laughs> Depop. Yeah. I've never been able to get into it. It's the interface is kind of wonky, but like they got good clothes. Yeah. I just don't know how to find anything. I guess. You just type in literally what you're looking for. So just like Mm. a T-shirt and then your size or like if you want a, you know, leopard print button down, leopard print button down and then your size. That's all I look for. Look, I I, all I wear is animal print. (laughs) I wear a lot of floral and animal print. I just like to look like I was ripped from the jungle. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Here's a question. Your mullet. When did you start wearing a mullet? Um, I think I was growing it. Um... Okay, so when was I on the season? I had it for like a year before I was on the show. Mm-hmm. So whatever that is, because I remember I had I got on the show on my second audition, and I started growing my mullet after my first audition tape. Okay, so you've had it for like a solid like three years. Yeah, and then it got really long. After I got done filming the show, I was like, I can never cut this. And I just saw pictures from the other day, and it was, like, so long because it's kind of short now. In the pandemic, I, mm-hmm. like, every other gay had to bleach my hair. And <laughs> um, I, like, dyed it green, and then I cut it off, and I saved the hair, and I turned it into a pair of earrings. Ooh, Honestly, how fanciful and fun. Yeah. So now I'm working on growing it back out again. Oh, I love that. Well, I also bleached my hair. I went pretty quickly insane with my hair during the pandemic. I like shaved the sides, had a mohawk, and then I put it in some braids. And then I was like, bleaching it. So then I bleached it. And then I was like, I'll put in some blonde braids. 
And then I was like, I'm shaving it. And then I shaved it. And now I'm just growing it back and it's growing so slowly. It's so tiny. It's so short. I miss my hair. I just was at uh, a show yesterday and someone had hair that was like down past their nipples. And I was like, how long did that take you? And they said two years, which seems fast. That seems so fast. I feel like I'm on not a year yet, maybe like six months of growing it out. My hair grows so slow, but also Crystal, I don't take care of it. (laughs) Oh, me either. I just let it do what it wants. I mean, it's very hard to like remember to take care of yourself. My only self-care that I make sure I do every night is to take all my makeup off before I go to bed because it's really bad when you wake up and you're like still in the drag. It's so sad. (laughs) Yeah, I used to never take off my makeup, which is disgusting. But my skin has cleared up so much now that I take it off and wash it and uh, change my pillowcases more often. You know, it's been real nice, except I do have like a zit coming in. I don't know what that's from. I don't know, Uh, but I'm working (laughs) through it. And I don't think you can see it. Mm, Oh no, 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 no. no. I can't even tell. Uh, No, I don't think you can. Okay. Before we wrap up, I always ask my guests this question. Would you date me? Um, We can go on a date and see how it goes. Okay. I haven't tried polyamory before, but I would be into it. Okay. This is this is not an answer I've gotten before, I don't think. Ah, I love that. What do people say? Usually people say, yes, absolutely. Or they're like, absolutely not. No. And here's the reason. <laughs> when people say yes, it's very much like yes. And then when it's no, they're like, I want you to know why it's a no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, wow. I love that. Crystal, do you have anything you want to promote? No, I'm just, you know, a normal girl. Um, You can follow me on the internet, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'm really good at TikTok. Um, And then you can just go to my website, (laughs) crystalmethod.com, and find out where I am. I'm kind of all over. I'm going to Australia in January, so. Ooh, that should be fun. Yeah, with Heidi and Closet. Oh, what a dream. I love Heidi. Me too. Okay, well, this is it for this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me? If you like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe. And if you write me something dirty, I will read it aloud. This person said, hey, Nicole, this is my dirty come on. I'm gay, so I'm not sure if I can handle, handle the V. But if you're into it, I'd bend you over and distract you by turning on the oval while I shove my dick in your tight little butthole, <laughs> which would be even tighter from your teeth. He's at the ridiculous show, leading me to tolerate the pain, maintaining my erection by watching all the cringe but gorgeous men on the show, especially if it's a scene between Kyle and Donald. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Crystal, for being here. What a oh treat. Thank okay. you. Bye bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by. Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production. (laughs) 
Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 